Check out best friend by Brandy on All Amazon right, good YouTube evening, good evening. This is Tall Radio Station with the host, Anita, a.k.a. Nini Baby. Good evening, Miss Nini Baby. How you doing? I'm doing well, doing well. Well, this is your first podcast and of many, and you called it Tall. Tell us what tall stands for and give us a little background about you. Well, tall stands for, the acronym means talk about life issues. And there's so many things going on in this world that we find ourselves in places that we never knew we were going to be. But because of life issues is how we got here. So I just wanted to see what others felt about that and if they feel that. And I am, uh, I have two adult children and two grandsons, and I've um, traveled the world through military and through an ex-husband, and I've just experienced a lot of things, and it has led me to the spot that I am now, and my question to myself is, how did I get here, and why am I here? So, anybody else feeling that? I'm sure. And it's a place that I never thought I'd be. Never thought I'd be here. And I'm filled with faith. I have a lot of faith, but I still have the question, how did I get here? And why am I here? And I could understand it if I have led the kind of life that could possibly make me be at the spot that I'm in. But I just never thought I would be at this spot. And this, the spot I'm in is a spot that I'm really not satisfied with at this stage in my life I thought it would be a lot different but it's not and because of life experiences and people that you deal with in and out of your life beliefs that you have in other people that have been in and out of your life have led me to this place so holler at me all right all right so um I heard you say tall the acronym and let me make sure I got that right. Did you say talk about life lessons or just what well, you, you said talk about life issues? And it's, it's the same thing, of yes, course. Same okay, thing. got you, got you. All right. So um, the things that you hit upon that I heard, you know, you talked about faith. You know, you led the type of life that I guess, in um, from your perspective, was um, a good life, um, a fair, satisfactory life. You didn't have any issues, you know, as a child, you had good parents and things like that, morals and values that were instilled in you. Um, and then you said, uh, you said spot of non-satisfaction where you're at. So, you know, I'm just, I just highlighted those three. Of course, you spoke of many other things, but let's just go about with the faith. Talk, talk to us about your faith. Well, you know, as we're, or me, growing up with, with both parents, and I had a grandmother that was I had two grandmothers that was church-going grandmothers. I didn't have church-going parents. I had church-going grandmothers on both sides. So, so I went, and that's how it was instilled in me. Now, my parents would always say things like, you know, we pray and thank, thank God for this and thank God for that. But I never saw my parents spend as much time in church as I saw my grandparents. Now, my parents would go on those specific holidays, you know, Mother's Day, Christmas, they Easter, and we get dressed up and they go then. But other than that, I learned, 
about faith and spirituality through both grandmothers. So I have this belief that there is something, a higher power, higher than myself, higher than my thoughts and my knowledge that controls me or that I need to adhere to or to respect or to try to reach a, a, a playing field or an understanding that one day I'll go to heaven. It's heaven or hell. And if I want to go to heaven, I need to worship God in spirit and truth. And if I don't do that, I'm going to hell. That's just the way I was taught. So as I grew up, now I didn't always exercise what I learned in church because it was probably about, so I got to about the age of 40 that I said, you know, some, there's got to be something better than this. So I was doing everything in my life without Christ. And then when I dedicated my life to Christ, things changed. And I asked myself when I look back, did things really change or did just my way of thinking change? Because I realized that I have dedicated my life to Christ. So this, so if something happened when I, in my prior life when I wasn't dedicated to Christ, and then when I dedicated my life to, to Christ and something better happened, is that just because I thought of it better? I thought of it different because I dedicated my, Christ, my life to Christ and it didn't work the other time because I didn't? I don't know. That's... That's my question. I don't know. But I don't want it to seem as though I don't love God. I do love Christ. I just have questions. I have questions. And I, and I, I follow. I keep God's commandments. I do what I'm required to do. I worship in spirit and truth. I don't forsake the assembly. I help wherever I can. But yet, my life, I'm not happy with my life. I'm just not happy. Is that the cost? Is that the, is that the trade-off? If I wasn't dedicating my life to Christ, would my life be worse? Or would my life be better? Why does all of the people that do the things they have no business doing have everything? And I do what I'm supposed to do and have nothing. Hmm. Is it my thought? Okay. All right. So, um... Before Christ, just hellraiser. Yeah, exactly. After Christ, settled. Settled. But you just seem not to like get the right outcome. Is this exactly. what I'm hearing you say? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right, all right. Well, you know, um the Bible talks about the renewing of your mind when you get saved and um just, you know, faith without works is dead and it's you know have Faith of a mustard seed. You got those those certain uh, passages in the Bible, um, which people would say is cliche, is quote unquote. But you know we know it, and we and we try to live by it. Um, and that's what I'm hearing you, you. You know you say I don't want to put words in your mouth, but just by the the context mm -hmm. that you use, that's what I'm getting. So Nene, baby, um, with all that said and done, and and how you feel and the thoughts and things, what else? I mean. You, you, you touched on so much, so just give us a little bit, you know, give us some more. We got your thoughts, and we understand that, um, but when you said, you know, you led the type of life, so when you say led the type of life, is that you still, you know, the led the type of life before Christ, where it was, you was a hellraiser, but you still wasn't that much of a hellraiser, or, you know, you just didn't do things back, you know, to people. You still had your morals and values intact. Right, talk, right. talk to me. I just wasn't, I just wasn't worshiping God. Okay. 
before the age of 40. I wasn't worshiping God. I knew better and I felt like something was missing because I didn't have what I had with my grandmothers when I was growing up. When, my, when I was growing up with my grandmothers, there was such a peace, but that could have been because I was a kid and didn't know life experiences. So I didn't have anything to compare it with. That was just it. I was a kid going to church, learning about church, and that's what I had. And then when I grew up, I didn't go to church, even though I knew about it, I didn't go. So I'm wondering is the difference because all in my mind when I'm serving Christ is my attitude, it's okay, it'll be all right. God got you, it's gonna be okay. Which makes things like it is when I'm serving Christ, opposed to when I wasn't serving Christ and I just do it and I just didn't care. You know, I, I, I didn't do things like mistreat people or, you know, rob anybody or anything like that. God just was not included in the things that I was doing, which made me feel like something was missing. So God needed to be included. So I get, get baptized and start worshiping God. And then, and I guess the big thing, one of the big issues I have is I saw my parents together growing up. So it was both parents. So in my mind, I always thought, Okay, well, I'll get my husband and we'll have the white picket fence and the three kids and the .5 dog or whatever. But it didn't work like that. It didn't work like that. And that's, I believe my first relationship when I got married at 17 is the reason or the corporate or the foundation to why I'm where I am. Because I so much believed in what my husband said. I just was naive. I was just no doubt. Okay, we're going to be married. We're going to be married, gonna be married forever. Da, 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 da. But then life hits you and the, the cheating and the lies and all of that stuff comes into play. And you're like, wait a minute. You're not supposed to do this when you're married. Wait a minute. So I, I got played. I got divorced. So when I got divorced, every man that came in my life after that, I didn't even give them opportunity to know me like the first guy knew me. Because I, I had these walls and I was like, oh, no, I don't care what you say. You feel how you want to feel. I don't care. So I never really, I've never been back to that spot where I totally trusted and totally cared and was totally concerned about somebody. From that point on, when I broke up with my husband with a five-month-old daughter that I was left to raise alone, I was almost cutthroat. I didn't care. I just didn't care. I, didn't, I just didn't care. And that's one of the things I was saying God wasn't in my life. When I was out there not caring. And I just ended up. It's like right now the picket fence and all that stuff that I dreamed about. I'm supposed to have that. I'm supposed to get ready to retire. And have grandkids over on the weekends. And, and talking trash and sitting on the porch with my husband in a rocking chair. The same guy that I married. That I believed everything that he said was going to happen was going to happen. That's where I'm supposed to be. But I'm not. I probably could have been if I had a state and just went through what he had to offer, but I was like, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that, whatever. So I took my child and I left and I raised her on my own. And and this is just where I am. I just, this is just not the place. This is not where my dreams growing up as a little girl took me. This is just not. So if I can say anything that would inspire or help, or if you know something that will inspire or help me, I am open. I'm open for it. I'm just open. And I don't want, I don't want to kill the dreams of people to say that it'll never happen because it can happen. I, got, I see it all around me. It just did not happen for me.
is what I have to say. All right. Well, Nene, baby, I think you did um, justice on um, what your topic, what you talked about. And um, that dream, that white picket fence, um, those things, there's, there's others out there. So we're going to just end it with holla. We're going to get back with you. We want some other women that understand and know the struggle is real. Yeah. To chime in on this. Until next week, talk.